I don't know why it took me so long to get in, into LinkedIn. I, I've been, you know, using it, but probably not using it effectively. Yeah. There's so much good information yeah. on LinkedIn, you know, not even just about relationship building, about, you know, different segments of our business, different technologies, you know, new things that are happening. So I'm on there a lot looking, especially for uh, suppliers that I track, suppliers that we have, suppliers that we don't have. Yeah. And just what is, what's happening in the industry, you know, what's new? You know, what's 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 the latest and greatest? So that's a good way to learn. There's lots of articles, there's lots of details, there's lots of podcasts you can watch. Are you ready to elevate your leadership skills in the electronics manufacturing industry? Join Sana Vinding on a transformative journey as she unlocks the key to exceptional leadership in this dynamic field. Discover invaluable strategies, emerging trends, and best practices through expert perspectives and insightful interviews. This podcast is your ultimate resource for gaining a competitive edge, staying ahead of the curve, and shaping the future. Tune in now and unlock the secrets to leadership success in the world of electronics manufacturing. Welcome to Mind Innovation Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Sana Vinding, and I'm here to provide you with invaluable insight and strategies that will help you develop the skills necessary for effective leadership. Remember to subscribe, like, and share this episode, and also be sure to connect with us on LinkedIn, YouTube, or Instagram. So I'm thrilled to introduce today's guest, Paul Esbiris. He's Director of Supplier Business Development at Mass Electronics. And Paul is a seasonal professional with expertise in project management and business development. And with a strong background in technology and a passion for innovation, Paul has successfully led numerous projects and initiatives driving growth and delivering impact result. He's known for his strategic mindset, collaborative approach, and also ability to build strong relationships with stakeholders. So welcome, Paul. Thank you, Sam. I'm excited to be on. Ah, oh, awesome. So you just have an hour around you saying you have a passion. So that's why I'm I'm so excited to have you on here. So first, my first question is, tell me about, you know, your passion for your for your job, you know, what you're doing, you know, and also, you know, what's what's special about Master Electronics. Perfect. Thank you. Uh yeah, definitely. I, I you know, people tell me all the time, and especially lately when I travel to events, people call me Mr. LinkedIn. Because they see me all the time, they see events we're doing, they see the things their master are doing, and just kind of my approach. And uh, when I interviewed with Master with Riyadh, um, you know, I told he said, "What's the best thing about you?" And I told him I'm a relationship guy. Yeah. And you know, he, he said, "What does that mean?" I said, "You know, I start the relationship, I forge a relationship, and I grow the relationship." And you know, if you talk to people in the industry and people around, they'll probably tell you that the same thing. Yeah. Um, so I've been at Master now, coming up on six years in August. And uh, when I think about culture, it really comes down to our core values. And our core values are we care, we're dedicated and loyal, we embrace visionary thinking, and we're entrepreneurial. Yeah. And actually, in my interview, and, and when we interview people today, you know, we ask kind of those questions. Of those core values, are you any of those? And yeah. if you are, why, why do you think you are? So it really hits home. Um, we hire to that. We live, we live by that. Um, it's very important to us. And I'll give yeah. some examples as we as we talk uh, about events we're doing, events I'm doing to kind of relate to that. And then, you know, kind of one other thing, our uh, mission statement is to be a family of uh, superheroes that does uh, collective good. Uh, yeah. And it, it's just it, it hits me so perfectly. Um, and I can talk about the superhero theme too. Uh, you know, winding back a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I, I, and it's really good. And it's so important to have the core values and you also live after the core values, right? 
Um, sure. So, but again, it's it's tough to sometimes find the right people with the right spirit. So even if you ask, what what other kind of questions do you ask when you hire into your team? Yeah, so we use a predictive index uh, tool so we can find out about personalities. Uh, so we have questions depending on the role, you know, how does that fit? Um, and, you know, when I talk to the rest of the team here, it's important that they are those things. So there are a lot of people in the industry, and I've heard it on some of your other podcasts, you know, our industry is not young. You know, our industry yeah. is old and getting older. So kind of the trick is to success is getting younger people. Yeah. And one of the cool things about Master is Master is young. I'm like the oldest person here in any kind of uh, managerial role, role. They're keeping you young. No. <laughs> yeah. So, so definitely. And people say I don't act my age, which, yeah. is, which is pretty cool. But yeah, we ask, you know, what is their background? And it doesn't necessarily have to be in electronics or distribution. You know, again, we hire to those, to our core values. That's more yeah. important than, yeah. than I've been in the business for 20 years. Okay, that's great. And obviously that's that's a plus. But if you're not, you know, if you're not any of those core values, yeah, that's difficult to bring someone onto the mat in the master family. Yeah, nice. Um, what about you? I want to ask about uh, hear, hear more about you know your your skill set. But what is what is some of the new skill set you've added to to your to your resume, if you want to say that? That's great. So uh kind of I know your last question you're leading to, what would you tell yourself uh in yeah. 20 years? We're not done yet, but yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's kind of that, right? So I've been always trying to build my my skill set, uh, what I call my toolbox. Yeah. So when I started, um, I worked for Abnet for 18 years. When I was at Abnet, I started on the product side. And, you know, I really wanted to get into asset management, into purchasing. So I started it there. That's where I started kind of my purchasing career. I did not do any of that prior to uh, coming to Master. And then when I started, I was managing the, the PM team, which is the buyers for Master. And really, the way Master buys is unique. We are privately held, family owned. So, you know, we can do things a little bit differently uh, than, than others to the big public companies. But really adding that in um, and then kind of relationship building. Uh, one of the things that I've done this year is really started to expand what I was doing on LinkedIn. I always knew the importance of LinkedIn for as long as I've been on. I've been a member for a long time. But I really started, you know, doing different things. Yeah. Um, you know, looking at you know how I'm building relationships, what I what I what I do, and again, it's not just. And people even ask, Santa, they said, "Do you have a real job?" Because they see me on LinkedIn all the time, <laughs> doing all this other all this. You're other like, stuff. I never sleep. No. <laughs> exactly. Um, so the other one is my first job. Um, I worked for a company called Victron, and I was in charge of quotes and contracts. But at Avenet, I didn't have a whole lot of contract exposure. But here I really do. So that's another thing that I've been building on. Yeah. I work with our lawyers on, you know, kind of what we're looking for. Um, so those would be the two, two that I've kind of added, uh, the skill sets that I've really added since I've been a master. That's awesome. So what's what's your secret on LinkedIn? What's, what's working well for you? So great question. And uh, the last two episodes, I, I'm guessing on episode 70, unless you have one in the can. Is that what you guys I have one in the can? Yeah. You're 72. Okay. So uh, when I watched uh, Lori and Toby, you know, yeah. they talked about the LinkedIn success that they had is when they started to include things about, you know, meet the team. I think that's the one that, that Lori had. Yeah. And then what Toby had was, you know, take pictures of events. Yeah. And really that's what it is. So the most successful or the most impressions, the most comments that I've gotten are what we at Master call significant good. 
And I talked about, you know, when I said the, the, the mission statement. Yeah. So um, we have a scholarship program that started three years ago at, at Master uh, that started um, three years ago. And uh, any student uh, of an employee, you write an essay, you give your grades, you get a recommendation. And uh, my son, Michael Spiris, won the inaugural Ike Nizam Foundation Scholarship. Oh, congratulations. So back, back, thank you. So back then, you know, I did a LinkedIn post on it and it, was huge. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was great. Um, they just had it again uh, this year. Will be the third year we've had it. We had forty-three uh, students, kids uh, participate. Yeah. And I think we gave away something like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So my son won again. So he's one of the two-time winners of the uh, foundation scholarship. Santa. The cool thing is, they give out a limited amount of scholarships, but everyone that applies gets a grant. So it's either. Wow. Yeah, $8,000 for the scholarship yeah. or $4,000 for the grant. Nice, yeah. Uh, and we opened it up to grand grandchildren this year. So nice. pretty cool. Um, when I look at that, that one's got over 200 comments. Um, it's got yeah. 5,000 impressions. Yeah. Uh, that one goes goes very well. Yeah. The other ones that work well is we do a uh, volunteer time off. So yeah. you get a day, you can volunteer, and then um, you know, kind of get the rest of the day off. But uh you know, I've done a couple of VTO events, and those are very wildly popular uh, as well on LinkedIn. Yeah, you know, thousands, thousands of impressions, lots of comments, and you know, just kind of feeds into the culture of Master about we care. Yeah. So how do you how do you copy your passion for sharing all this on LinkedIn to the rest of the team at Master Electronics? So great question. So when I started, I was managing the PM team, but I had too many roles. I was managing the PM team and the expedite team. I was trying to engage new suppliers and engage the base, uh, kind of taxing. Even though I don't sleep, Santa, that's it's all, that's a lot. <laughs> so in the last last few years, I kind of wound it down, and now I'm just responsible for engaging new supply, suppliers yeah. and uh, engaging the base. Supplier comes in for a meeting. Um, so really, what I do is I work with the existing PM team today, and then work with my suppliers and just you know what are methods that I have used in the past that have been successful to yeah. grow business. You know, to gain market share, uh, to get in tight with uh, suppliers at every level. And yeah. I think it's very important uh, when you're talking to your supplier. That's great to have a day-to-day -day contact, but, you know, work higher, you know, in the organization. If you can get with uh, some executives, and it doesn't have to be executives, but directors, and then down to, you know, the, the product managers, the people that are doing the work every day. Yeah. If you can do a warehouse visit, I mean, that's great. And, you know, when... The supplier sees you engaging at that level, you know, it just makes it more familiar to them. Yeah. And the other thing is, and I say it in my LinkedIn posts all the time, is I try and find out something new about the person, right? So I might know someone a long time. So if I go to, to lunch or dinner, um, I like to find out something new. You know, what, what can you yeah. tell me about yourself? Something that I don't know. Yeah. So another good way to, to know that person, you know, get to know them better and, you know, people like to work with people they, they know. They know, yeah. So. Yeah. Get more is, is the whole humanizing, right? So that's what you're showing on LinkedIn. And then you're you're teaching that as well. Absolutely. What, what has, so it sounds so easy. And I'm sure it's not easy, right? So what, what have some of the, the challenges been on, on this on this journey for you? Yeah. So a couple of challenges. And I know you've talked about pandemic um, a lot. So going back to that time, very difficult. Yeah. Right. So what we did is and no one from master uh, work from home, um, you know, we were in the office five days a week. So it hit and then everyone, everyone stayed home except for our distribution center. 
Yeah. So going back to the superhero theme, I mean, the DC has been our superheroes the whole time. Oh, yeah. They, 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 they never left. Yeah. So that was kind of difficult um, at, at first, kind of getting used to, used to Zoom. Um, and then, you know, after a while, it started to get a little too loose in Zoom with all the happy hours and, yeah, you know, gaming. But really, if you use it effectively and, you know, you can portray your message and still come across as being, you know, passionate, someone that, that cares, you know, in a little screen like I'm looking at right now, yeah. you know, that really says a lot, right? Yeah. If you can engage a supplier that doesn't know you, that has never met you, and you're still able to engage them, um, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's pretty cool. So the biggest change is, you know, moving to that hybrid work role. So uh, most of master besides the, the distribution center is in the office three days a week at a minimum. Yeah. And, you know, people are starting to be out. So you could tell by this last EDS that it was, you know, kind yeah. of back to back to how it was pre pandemic. And, you know, I, I don't mind zoom. I, I like it. I was able to engage suppliers just in this format. Yeah. You know, the importance of, of meeting someone face to face. And this is how this all came about. Sam, if you remember, we were, we were at EDS and you were with Deb, our, our friend Deb Spear. Yeah. And she introduced, I mean, I had met you once before, but I she, think we met before, but then yeah. still right. Being in but person. That's the time we actually got to spend some time together. Yeah. And so the difference to me, you know, is obviously face to face is better, but you know, zoom, zoom works. Um, I can't always be in one part of the country and then another part of the country the next day. So that, aspect of zoom i think is great yeah i agree i think it's 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 an we're we're working in a new way right i think that's how we should look at it and you can be more effective or more efficient sometimes by using these virtual meetings um and then you will find out we also need to be in person and then that's where you can go deeper um and that's where you build even more on that relationship right because then you will have the dinner or you will have the lunch and you will get sure. all these questions or learn more personal uh, questions you can ask right so, uh, sure. so that's, that's in that. person will never go away in person to no. me is the best yeah but you know and, zoom is de it's definitely a good compliment yeah no it is it is it's fun because i think i had i had some right where i met them on zoom and then when i saw them in, in person i was like oh my god you're that tall <laughs> yeah they said the same thing about me they said they're used to just seeing me in this little oh you're, yeah you're, you're more than just uh, the head i said yeah. the same thing when i would see some people and you know all we see is, is this view and they yeah. come in they're six, six four six five and i said okay i had i, I had no idea so yeah it's just there's, there's more to the to the person right when you see them um Absolutely. i want to go back to to mass electronics because again e when you're hiring great people in and you have the passion you have your core values and everything else how do you keep that going and i know you said you know you had the volunteering but i still want to go back you, we still have a day job right so <laughs> how do you how do you keep that the the skill set right making sure that you have the innovation going on the collaboration and i think the most important as well being better at communicating across teams and across the whole world how do you what what do you do to support this Sure. So um, I don't manage a team anymore, but uh, the idea of bringing people in the office, the three days, is to have that collaboration. Yeah. Right? So that's one of the things that Riyadh impressed upon us. You know, he's not having people in the office just to have them in the office. You know, there's times when it works better to do trainings. Yeah. So we've been hiring a lot of product managers and we've been doing a lot of training sessions. So in these sessions, they can work with our experienced uh, team and just kind of, you know, what is what does that look like? In addition, they spend time with myself. Um, we brought another person on to do the same role as me, named Todd Jesme. And yeah. Todd was a DJ for, for years. 
And, you know, Todd and I sit with the PMs and explain our role, how we engage suppliers, you know, what we do to, you know, what's the best way to build a relationship and, you know, to work best with that supplier. Because we've been both been in the business for a long time. Yeah. And we've worked with a lot of the same suppliers. So, you know, we like to impart our knowledge and, you know, here's how we do it. Here's how, when I was running the PM team, you know, here's how we were buying. We've tweaked it a little bit, but again, anytime that we can introduce skills that we have to the existing team, you know, and then that's not just the product team, that's with the sales team. You know, I have a great relationship with all the sales directors. You know, I have them on calls with me when suppliers are asking those types of questions. Yeah. Not that they can answer them, but it's always good to have them uh, with me on those calls. It's just important for the supplier. So, you know, kind of they give me their knowledge, you know, I give them my knowledge. So, kind of a, not group think, sometimes yeah. group think is bad, but a lot of times just sharing ideas, you know, kind of ways to do things. That's, that's been kind of a secret to our success. Do you do any mentoring internally? Great question. So we don't have a- you know, Official program. Written in stone, no. <laughs> yeah, written in stone mentor yeah. program. But we have our version of Women Electronics. It's called yeah. Women at Master, WAM, Women at Master. Okay. And at the last meeting, they talked about starting a uh, a mentor program. Okay. And it's kind of funny. I was sitting in, in, the, in the back row and they were asking, hey, does anyone want to be a mentor? And right out of the blue, uh, Joni Hollins, who are operation directors, Asperis, what about you? Why don't, why don't you yeah. be a mentor? You have both arms up. Come on. No. <laughs> exactly. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm in. So today, I try and mentor, especially the, the newer product managers yeah. that have not been in the industry. So, you know, I would love opportunities to, to do that. Um, again, I think my pace might be a lot first for some people and it takes, it takes, takes them a while to get used to it, but it's your yeah, I think they, I think they realize, you know, what it is. I have yeah. a good basic knowledge and I'm willing to help. Right. Santa, not, you know, I can't say that for everyone, but you know, if you've got a question, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll try I'll try and answer yeah. it for sure. I like that. I think the, the whole, if you have an official or not an official, if you're still doing the mentoring, right. Or have and say some key people that you say, hey, you can always ask or get support or that that I think that's the most important. It it doesn't matter exactly what what you call it. It's more to have that the structure. I think that's 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 really important. Sure. Um, okay, so we need we need younger talent into the industry, right? I think everybody I talk to, uh, we can we can just agree on that. I'm I'm getting older as well. So, um, <laughs> what what kind of advice would you give if somebody is, is looking into the industry? And and again, I think we have to say, yeah, we're not. That's different, right? Different manufacturing. There's all the distribution. There's the rep companies, um, and there's there's need for everything. But but what will, what kind of advice would you give? Yeah, so for so long, you know, the easiest thing to do is find people that are in the industry. Yeah. Right? When you're in this industry, electronics industry really clamps you down, right? You're it really grabs, no. grabs a hole and doesn't <laughs> let go. So, you know, you can continue down that road, you know, yeah. as our workforce continues to age, you know, we need we need replacements. So again, that's kind of one of the reasons we started leaning on those core values. Yeah. So again, if you're not in the industry, great. Um you know, for us, one of the big things is curiosity. We would rather someone be curious and yeah. ask questions and, and you know, have a great attitude and, 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 and really, you know, want to do better for themselves. Yeah. So you don't have to be in the industry. We do hiring events here. We were doing it a couple of times a, a week, it's starting to get hot here in Arizona. So we only yeah. do it once, once a week now. But again, the pool of resources, if you're only looking at people that are in the electronics industry, here in Arizona, 
or where we have branch locations, it really limits what you're doing, yeah. right? So you can get someone that that has a business background or not. Um, and then once we sit them down and start to ask them questions about their background, you know, do you fit these core values? You know, what what do you think you could bring to the to the table? And, you know, it, it really doesn't matter to us if you are from the industry or not. And I think that's kind of the outlook that, that all companies should have. Yeah. Right? It doesn't matter. I mean, there's some jobs, obviously, where you need the experience. But in our type of work, it, you know, if you can build relationships, if you can learn relatively quickly, and if you're open to learning, yeah. I mean, the, the, it's endless. It's limitless what we can do in, in bringing new people on. And what I do see, you know, EDS did the Spark program years ago, and there are programs to bring some some newer people in uh, into the business. And I like that, right? Because we we yeah. have to do something because there are certain segments of our business, military connectors being one, that just the uh, people doing it, managing it, are just getting older and older. So to have some some new fresh blood is great for master and great for our industry as a whole. Agree. Yeah. Okay. I, I like, I, yeah, I really like that. And we have to look outside the industry, right? That is just, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's a must. Um, going back to you a little bit, how, how do you learn or stay on top of all the new technology that's going on? So again, I don't know why it took me so long to get in, into LinkedIn. I, I've been, you know, using it, but probably not using it effectively. Yeah. There's so much good information yeah. on LinkedIn, you know, not even just about relationship building, about you know, different segments of our business, different technologies, you know, new things that are happening. So I'm on there a lot looking, especially for uh, suppliers that I track, suppliers that we have, suppliers that we don't have. Yeah. And just what is, what's happening in the industry? You know, what's new, you know, what's, what's, what's the latest and greatest. So that's a good way to learn. There's lots of articles, there's lots of details, there's lots of podcasts you can watch and also YouTube. There's yeah. so many good things on, on YouTube, um, yeah. not just in our industry, you know, if I want to, you know, if I need to know how to fix something, you know, that, that yeah. that's easy. I can, I can, I can fix it. Um, but yeah, so YouTube is great as well. And then, you know, when I started Master, uh, they they did one of the things they gave us is a book called Radical Candor uh, by Kim Scott. Yeah. And, you know, anytime someone's got a, a good read and it could be about the business and not about the business, that's another great way to uh to, to learn yeah oh i love youtube as well that's so much good information if you find a good channel um there's so much to learn um it just uh, and it's free no yeah. so that so you you got me right there if it's free give me three I mean, that's it's 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 so easy the data is 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 there it's relevant yeah. and yeah. it's got it's got older data too right so if it's not just if you want to look at something and hey what did this look like in you know 2000 or whatever yeah. And and also there's different key people, right? Uh, or thought leaders that will explain. And if you don't like that person or the way they explain it, or you don't saying, oh, let me try another one, right? There's more options. And that's what I like. There's so many options of finding um, answers or solutions to, to, to your challenges. Yeah. So and, yeah. Uh, another thing that we did was so one of our, so we do a kickoff meeting every year. And our CEO, Jamil Nizam, offered to anyone. He said, if there's ever a book you want to read, let me know and I'll buy it for you. Yeah. It doesn't matter, it doesn't have to be about business. And again, just, just other options for, you know, if you see a book or you see a, a reading list. So yeah. on social media, I see, hey, this is my book list for 2023. And if I'm interested in that person, I said, okay, well, that person read that book. That's not normally something I would read. So just another option. It's like hey, if you want to yeah. if you want a book, he'll he'll buy you the book, which is which is pretty cool. Yeah. No, it's, and 
that is also to, that you foster right the the whole keep learning fostering to be sure. curious um and that, that i i like that way that that's how it should be in every company um what about i want to talk about a little bit about mass electronics because uh, i'm sure you had to to change or to pivot over the last couple of years so so what have changed when you work with with suppliers yeah so you know kind of our go to market really hasn't changed uh, it hasn't changed much over covid i know lots of things change but the way we interact with suppliers has been the same. The way we invest with suppliers has been the same. So for us, it's been kind of a status quo. Uh, we've never slowed down. Um, you know, we are, you know, forecast for a, for a big number. So yeah. for us to slow down doesn't really, you know, doesn't really play in our formula. Okay. So I think that's why suppliers like us. That's why customers like us. We're willing to we're willing to invest. Yeah. Um, we've actually did the biggest capital expense uh, in the history of Master Electronics. We put an auto store in. Um, it's up and running. It's been two and a half years. So again, another innovation of things that are changing in the market. I know other distributors and companies have it, but yeah. you know, I, I didn't know about Auto Store until I saw it, and now you know here it is. So we continue to add, um, and suppliers suppliers love it. Obviously, they come to see it, and it's robots, and who doesn't like robots? Yeah, uh, I'll do. But again, just <laughs> just new, <laughs> just new and innovative things. Uh, to to make us more successful and, and and faster and more efficient. If you have to look ahead, right? If you look into the five <clears throat> to the five or ten years, um, yeah, ahead of the time, what what kind of change changes or challenge do you think that the electronics industry will see? That's a great question. So, what I've seen over the time that I've been in this business is change always happens, yeah. right? So you always have to be ready for change. Number one, number two, the consolidation. Uh, of suppliers, consolidation of manufacturers' reps, the supplier, the consolidation distributors continues to happen. So in five, 10 years, Santa, all the players that are here now might not be here now, or you know, they'll be aligned with someone else. Yeah. So I think that's going to continue. I think that's going to continue to happen. Um, kind of the move towards digital. So we've got um, uh, three selling arms, and one of those is online components. Yeah. Uh, that's our e-commerce brand. And I continue to see that grow. Um, you know, I'm an Amazon Prime myself, so I like I get my stuff in two, three days. And I think that's the way it's moving. Um, you know, when I go back to my times at at, at Abnet 99, you know, I was building part numbers for people. Yeah. Now Santa, they know what they want. I want yeah. ABC one, two, three. So that's a that's kind of a big difference. Uh, so if I go back pre-COVID, now they're looking for the best price. During COVID, they were looking for source of supply. Okay, yeah. I, don't, I don't I don't care what the price is. You know, do you yeah. have it? It will eventually move back to price, and it's kind of moving that way now. Yeah. So I think the the move to digital continues. Um, so EDI, uh, B2B, all those transactions will will increase. And again, there'll always be that human element, that human touch. But yeah. I think the uh, consolidation in all of our businesses, I think the move to digital is definitely happening. I think the changes in technology will drive some of that. Um, we have more uh, people coming on shore. Uh, you know, companies that were only building in China, um, you know, with the tariff, you know, causing all kinds of issues. We actually thought the tariff was going to go away after yeah. a, a little bit of time, and it, and it didn't. We were actually tariff-free for the first two and a half years. Um, so 
you know, people coming back to state uh, to North America, like people building in Mexico, you know, people building and people building here in Phoenix. We have a semiconductor, a couple of semiconductor companies that are that are coming to to Phoenix. Yeah. I think you, I think you'll see that as well. Uh, not so much dependence on on China um, for for a lot of reasons, but you know, bringing business onshore or closer to us. I don't have to wait eight hours for an answer. Worst case scenario, I get an answer yeah. in three hours. Yeah. So those three things, I think, are the biggest kind of changes coming in the next yeah. five to ten years. And by the way, the e-commerce one is is happening happening so rapidly. I think that one happens faster. The consolidations kind of slowed down a little bit. If I go back five ten years ago, it seems like someone was buying someone else. You know, every yeah. every other month there was there was some change like that. Um, one other thing about the consolidation, what I like is I see some of these companies buying other other suppliers, and they're not necessarily in their wheelhouse. I love that, right? So I think it's cool when a, a supplier can, you know, just get out of what they know. And obviously, they have to have some knowledge in, in, about that technology. But a lot of technologies fit together, right? Yeah. That's how you build. Piece, that's how you build your board. That's how you build your end product. Um, but I think it's cool when when suppliers can do that when they can go out of their their norm and yeah. and engage other other suppliers. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I, I think you're you're spot on there. I think you're spot on. Yeah. Um, that was like looking ahead. Let's look a little bit back. So if you have to give yourself like an advice like 10 years ago, but giving it today, what, what will that be? Yeah. So it's funny on one of the episodes, you said you were shy when you were, when you were yeah. younger. I don't know if you said high school, I find that very hard to believe. Um, but, but I, I can see it. So, you know, I was out to, uh, uh, I was traveling and going to California and my son and I were sitting down having a meal and he asked me, he said, dad, were you always like this? Yeah. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, like yeah. how you are now. And, you know, I always thought I kind of was. But when I think back, I always have been kind of outgoing and like this, but not to the to the level that I am to, that I am now. Yeah. All right. My people go crazy. But um, so one thing I would say is network, network as much as you can, you know, yeah. get to know everyone in your organization. And again, I talked about it earlier at every level. And then anyone you're dealing with, you know, get to know those people and go as high as you can. Obviously, if you know, you're just coming into the business and you're a new product manager, manager, product specialist, you're not going to be able to meet the CEO of the company or CFO. But again, that should be that should be an aspiration. Try and meet as many people as you can. Build your network as much as you can. Because again, I said I was a relationship guy. That's what it's all about to me. Yeah. Uh, so uh, number two, and I mentioned it earlier, is build your, your toolbox, right? Yeah. So however many skills you have today, and, and maybe you're coming to a company brand new, you don't know anything about it. You know, I'm not saying jump around to a job every year because that that doesn't look great either. But no. you know, you can you can gather skills in your current position that could be important for you down the line, right? I mean, who knows what you what you end up end up doing? Uh, I was listening to the Chris Beeson uh, mind meditation, yeah. and he said when in his 20s, you know, you should do every job you can. Um, and then he said he from 22 to 32, I think he was in the same job. So same thing for me. You know, looking back. You know, I, I was a place for four years, 18 years. I'm coming up on six years here. Yeah. Uh, but again, you know, whatever skills you can grab, whatever you can do, you know, do that. And yeah. then the last one is, you know, be curious, you yeah. know, ask questions, you know, try and find out because it might not be the fit for you. You know, it might be, you know, I like the company, but this role doesn't suit me. So, you know, let me try something else. And, and again, you know, you have your degree in something and all of a sudden, you know, my degree is in education and now I'm doing, you know, marketing and now I want to be a salesperson. Yeah. Again, the, the switch is not always easy, 
But again, the curiosity about asking the questions, uh, I think it's very important. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say about being curious, it tells the other person that you're interested, right? If you don't ask any questions, yeah, you know, people it's a just signal, right? Yeah. Santa, it's, it's oh, okay. This, you know, when when I'm doing a presentation and I get no questions, a couple of things: either I'm going too fast or they're not interested. So I always will stop and ask someone, "Oh, Santa, did you have a question?" Even yeah. when you don't have a question, and people are like, "Oh, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna call." I'll be ready. I will be ready. I, I know. I know. I know you'll be ready. <laughs> but he will. You know, he's gonna call on us. But again, curiosity to me, and then that's one of the other things. You know, when I started at Master, um, someone said, "Hey, you know." We want people to be curious, yeah. and, and, and I love that. Oh, I, I agree. Totally agree. Always ask questions. I think you will. there's always more to learn, no matter how long you've been with a company. There's more to learn about how everything works and, and what new stuff and new changes and everything else. Keep asking. Um, Paul, so if anyone wants to, to reach out to you, how can any of the listeners connect with you? Yeah, I'm on LinkedIn, Paul Aspiris, A-S-P-I-R-A-S. And my email here at Master is paul.aspiris at masterelectronics.com. I would love for anyone to reach out. Um, I'm building my follower base. Um, but, uh, you had a guy on from DigiKey. And what he said was he does some kind of notes. He was an educator. Yeah. Um, Shane, 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 yeah. So he was an educator before. And every Friday, he said he would put notes together for people at the school. And he said he does it now. I haven't reached out to him yet, but I'm going to reach out to him. Yeah. I would love to see that. He doesn't publish yeah. it, but I think that's pretty cool. So uh, this is a perfect medium LinkedIn to connect with other people and you know change thoughts, change ideas. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm getting the newsletter every Friday. I can recommend it. So okay. go back and, and look that up. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll make sure to put your your information on the um on this episode and also it's in in the show notes and also put it on the mindinnovation.com. There will be a whole page for for this episode. Um, but you know, just to to like full circle here, right? I I can only agree with you what we talked about. The whole networking is so important, no matter if you're young or you're older. Um, and skill set. Um, I'm hungry. I I want to learn new skill set every. I think every day or every week, I'm on YouTube to say, okay, I need to learn this. If it's something with video or if it's some with marketing, um, I want to do it better or more efficient. Um, so so YouTube it is, um, and keep asking questions. Right. That's it's that's how you can you can improve and and in and get and be a better leader awesome so thank you thank you thanks for having me on Sam. i really appreciate it if you like mind innovation don't forget to subscribe rate and share the show wherever you get your podcast you can follow Sana Vinding and mind innovation on instagram linkedin and youtube and make sure to check out mindinnovation.com stay curious and keep learning see you next time